Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, I thought she was the one. Well, I've actually got kind of like a partial success story here because what this guy overcame is like he got past his one-itis. He got past this woman that he met about two years ago. I did one phone session with this guy this past year. And he was kind of hung up and stuck in this girl. He chased her. She was kind of a narcissist, was all focused on how much money he was spending on her and the kind of life that he could provide for her financially. And she would often compare him to an ex-boyfriend who was a lot more successful and had quite a bit of money and spoiled her. And so he became fearful. She started backing away to the point where he just literally chased her right out of his life. And then he didn't talk to her for, I guess it was about a, a couple months. About, I think it was like three or four months. And then he gets back in touch with her, reaches out, because it's like after six months of dating is when things went sideways. He re drunk dials her on like New Year's Eve. They hook up. But shortly thereafter, she blows him off for the same reason. Basically, hey, you don't make enough money kind of thing. And then that's when he found my work. And so he didn't hear from her for several months. She reached back out, got in touch. They hooked up again. And, he, and started, she also started comparing him to this new guy that she was dating who was buying her lots of expensive things. And she was nice enough to point out that, hey, you haven't bought me any expensive things. Let's talk about that. So he put it because he'd been studying my work at that point and he was dating other women. He put his foot down, told her what he wanted. He wasn't interested in being friends and didn't focus on locking her down to a relationship. But what I like about this guy's email is that you see he's dating multiple women. A lot of time has passed. He has success with other women and he's learned the book and he's, now he's starting to see this woman for what she really is. And some of the things that I pointed out in the phone session that I had with him, now he's seeing her for what she is. And it's like when, when that happens, that's such a powerful moment when you go from always chasing and pursuing and always feeling like, ah, oh, another one got away. And like you never really get to date the kind of woman that you want to being able to get somebody like that. And then what you realize is they're not everything that you thought they were. Your fantasy of what you thought they were, you realize, well, they really ain't that great. And when that, when that happens and you're able to transcend that and overcome it, it's like you regain your power. And then next time around and all your relationships after that, even though you might be goo gaga over them, you can maintain your emotional center and your emotional self-control so you don't get all carried away and put yourself in a weak position and start giving all your power away because then you just you open yourself up to being taken advantage of and so it's it's really cool for me as a coach to see somebody go from where they were to where this guy is now and so he shares some of the things that he's learned <clears throat> so i have a quote that i wrote and then we're going to go through his email and so the quote says, the universe works in mysterious and unexpected ways. It will deliver the perfect people into your life to exploit your weaknesses, fears, and shortcomings so you can transcend them and they instead can become some of your greatest strengths. Nothing happens by accident in life and there is no such thing as a coincidence. The universe is very efficient, balanced, and always conforms to your thoughts, feelings, desires, emotions and actions slowly 
over time. By moving in the direction of your outcomes and disciplining yourself to not become attached to circumstances being a certain way or certain people being in your life, you'll open yourself up to allowing the right people and circumstances to effortlessly manifest in ways that are even better than you expected. And this not only applies in your personal life, but just everything that happens in your life, your career, your mission, your purpose in life. It's like the business that I have now. When I came out of the real estate and mortgage business, I had an idea, I had a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience of what worked marketing-wise in the real estate mortgage business. But the things that worked in that business don't work in the business that I'm in now. And so it's like I I literally had to kind of unlearn what I had learned at that point. And and the only way I was able to do that is when I took all the knowledge and experience that I had marketing-wise in the real estate mortgage industry and tried everything to figure out a way to market and present to the world what I do so I could communicate the value and people go, okay, yeah, I'll buy that book or I'll hire hire that guy or I'll I'll subscribe to his YouTube channel or I'll follow what he puts on his website. And that's the hardest part if you're like I am and I've been a lifelong entrepreneur is figuring out the right way to package all those things up, the right way to communicate your value proposition to other people. Same thing goes for your career. It's the, the idea is you take the path of least resistance. When you run into a lot of resistance, it's like swimming upstream. And when you go through that, it just wears you out. And it's like when I, when I was younger, a lot of my dating was just a lot of frustration, trying to date women who just weren't that into me. Sometimes they were taken and just behaving in ways that or staying stuck on somebody that just is not reciprocating. But I didn't know any better at the time, even though when it came to work and my career and furthering my mission and purpose in life, that's what I was always looking for, looking for the easy path of least resistance to get there and learning from other people and seeing what other people were doing successfully that were further along the path so I could learn from them, model their success. Sometimes I went to work for them, learn things, and that speeds up your success. Because anything that you do in the world, it's about adding value. In your career, your mission, your purpose, you add value through your gifts, your skills, your talents that you bring to the table. And the idea is to focus on things that you really enjoy and you really have a passion for and you really love and see where that curiosity and that intuition takes you as opposed to just working at something because it gives you a steady paycheck. The bottom line is if you're just working at something that gives you a steady paycheck, you're never really going to put the time and effort and your heart and soul into becoming great at it because it just doesn't do it for you. You'll work just enough to not get fired. Or if it's a business that you you started, you you always just barely be keeping your head above water. That's why most businesses fail within the first five years of, of their having started, which, which is interesting. But it's like when you experience a lot of struggle and a lot of challenges in life, it's like it's your conceptions about things, just like the way I thought I would have to to market my business and 
all the things that I went through to figure out the right combination. It's like I said earlier. It's like I had to unlearn what I had learned. And the same thing was with when it came to women. I had to unlearn everything that I had thought was the way the world worked. And that's the way the universe works. It brings you people and circumstances. And that's kind of what happened with this particular woman. He had this fantasy and it's like she just rips all that crap away from him over the two years or so that he's been interacting with her. And he starts out, he's in a weak position interacting with her. And after two years, now he's in a stronger position. He's got other options and he no longer puts this woman on a pedestal. And even though she's dating other guys, she's now pursuing him. It's like the power has flipped. Even though she's saying, hey, you're not what I want and you can't offer me the life and lifestyle that I want, he's not diminished by that. He's indifferent to it. He doesn't give a shit one way or another. He's not pursuing her. He's not reaching out. But yet she still reaches out to him and comes over and sleeps with him. And so he now she's doing 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing because he's act in his relationships now with women, he's acting like a person of value. He's communicating his value in the way he speaks, but also in the way he acts. And if the other person is not willing to give him what he wants, he lets it go. So like I was saying, the universe is very efficient, balanced, and always conforms to your thoughts, feelings, desires, emotions, and actions slowly over time. So many people struggle with that. They want things to be a certain way. But sometimes you just have to let that shit go. Let go of your need to be right, if you will. By moving in the direction of your outcomes and disciplining yourself to not become attached to circumstances being a certain way, this is more of an art than a science, or certain people being in your life, you'll open yourself up to allowing the right people and circumstances to effortlessly manifest in ways that are even better than you ex expected. And, that, and if you haven't experienced that in your life yet, that's a mental concept. And But once you get to experience that, you get more comfortable letting go and stop trying to force things. And that's, again, that's what you see what happens with this guy in his life. So let's go through his email. He says, hey, coach, I'm just dropping a line to say thanks and update you. As I am sure many guys have been in this situation and thought it may be a good video. We had a Skype session a while back and I don't expect you to remember the details, but here it is in brief. About two years ago, I met this girl and the first four months were incredible. Obviously, he was still in the honeymoon period. I thought she was the one. We were exchanging I love yous and she would be driving to see me 50 miles just as much as I would her. So that tells me at least at that moment in time, she had a she placed a high value on being with you and dating you. We met each other's families. They loved me and mine loved her. I thought it was all perfect. Well, remember, I've said this many times. I talk, talk about this in the book. People can hide who they really are for about 90 days, the first 90 days of the relationship. And then because you spent so much time together, you get really comfortable with one another, staying over each other's house, making love all the time. It's just the, the facade kind of falls away and you get to see the person for what they really are. 
He says then about six months into the relationship, definitely about the end of the honeymoon period where the infatuation starting to wear off. It's kind of like you get a new toy for Christmas. You play with it a lot and then in, you know, a few months later, it's in the bottom of your, your toy box and you don't even play with it anymore. You're thinking about what you're going to get next year for Christmas she went, or your birthday or whatever it happens to be. She went on holiday with her mom for two weeks and came back saying, I did not really miss you and I'm not happy. It was a, hu- a huge shock and completely unexpected. She then started comparing me to her ex who was a multimillionaire and 10 years older saying stuff like I did not treat her as well as him, etc. And remember, in the first part, when people first start dating, they focus on what they like about the other person. And towards the end, when the breakup happens, they're focused on what they don't like. It's interesting how that dynamic tends to, to flip, especially when you realize that your goals and values aren't aligned. She's a solid nine, looks wise, and has her pick of guys. At that point, I was a trainee attorney earning decent money, but in her words, I had bags of potential to do well. I did the typical – I mean there's nothing wrong with a woman wanting her man to be better than he is. That's one of the great things about being in a relationship with a woman. The right woman will be your best – your greatest cheerleader. She'll kick you in the ass. She'll push you to be even more than you are and to expand and vice versa. The whole purpose is you go to a relationship to give. You're there to help each other grow and become more. But not when it's she's looking at you like a fucking money mule who's going to pay her bills and make her life easy. Because on some level, if you're, especially if you're a high-achieving person, whether you're a man or a woman, you're, you're not going to respect that. I did the typical thing a man does who has no fucking clue and I chased with calls, texts, flowers, letters and the usual crap. Needless to say, it did not work. A couple of months went by and I was seriously in a rut and I could see no way out. I have never been in that position and I thought I was not the sort of person to get depressed but I was. Well, you wanted reality to be other than it was. Therefore, you suffered you, and obviously reality is you wanted to be with her still. And you wanted things to go back to the way they were but the reality is you were behaving in ways that were – and you perceived her in ways that were congruent with your fantasy and you were just completely blinded by your strong attraction, your strong emotions for her. So you couldn't, you couldn't see what was there all along. Anyway, at New Year's Eve, I was in Dublin with friends and after a few too many drinks, I texted her Happy New Year, etc. and she came back and said we should hook up. She came to my place, we slept together and basically things started up again and went back to being perfect for four months. He just went right back into the fantasy land. His head was in the clouds. What's interesting is he really didn't hold out. Only a couple months went by. And he's the one reaching out to her since he's pursuing. His behavior really hasn't modified that much. But they had two months apart. She goes out with other guys, starts to think about him, starts to miss him. That's why just walking away and doing nothing is so powerful. But when guys do this, they, they say they go, I'll go no contact for 30 days and then they go back. It it dissolves usually pretty quickly after afterwards which is what happened here once again it dissolved because 
they don't have the power. They're chasing. They're pursuing somebody who disrespected them and tossed them aside like they were nothing. And so he basically, you basically get dumped for the same reasons. It came around to me fully qualifying as an attorney and I spent about a month doing interviews, etc. Always explaining to her that I wanted this job for me and to support our family. So he's focused on a relationship, having kids, the whole nine yards. Proving himself to her, hey, I'll, I can make lots of money, I can be a successful attorney, that kind of thing. She did not seem to understand and kept asking to go on holiday. I explained we would when I secured a job, but we would need to contribute equally. She hit the roof and said, why would I want to pay for my own holiday? She went away with her mom and again came back saying it's over. That was nice of her. <laughs> I got to pay my own way? How dare you? I'm a princess. I want everything to be paid for. I was cut up again but thought I am not letting it get to me so I went on my own awesome holidays to New York and Munich for Oktoberfest. Three months have now passed again and guess who shows up? I don't know. Sounds like a coinky thing coming. So last week she came to my city, we went to dinner and she explained she's met someone else. She told me it is not the sort of person people would expect her to be with but he treats her well. <laughs> this is a pretty funny response. He says, my response was, so he's ugly but with money. Yeah, if she was really into her new guy, she wouldn't have reached out. She's going out with this other guy because he's got money and she's thinking that's going to make her happy. But the bottom line is she reaches out to the guy who walked away. It's so powerful when you do that, when you just say, I'm not putting up with this. You're not going to treat me this way. I adore you and I care about you. I love you, whatever, but you're not going to treat me this way. I live for myself and I answer to nobody, like Steve McQueen said. We got to talking about our past. I know, bad idea. And she said to me, this guy has already bought me two designer bags and I have nothing designer from you to show off. Sounds like one of those Hollywood types. Somebody who lives out in LA. Man. Pretty shallow. I did not respond, but at that point in my head, the penny had finally dropped. Like you pointed out on Skype, in other words, when we did our phone session, this girl is a narcissist. We ended up in bed, and as she was leaving, she said, I don't want to be in a relationship, but I don't want to lose you from my life. Notice what he says next. Notice how he stands up for himself. I like this. He says, I turned to her and said, Jessica, you either want all of me or none of me. We are nothing. We're not being just friends. And if I am honest, I don't want my love to be judged on presence. Nice. You have my number. And if you ever want to get serious, you know where I am. Drive safe. I would never say get serious like that. I just say get in touch, hang out, have fun, hook up, create an opportunity for sex to happen. It's her job to try to talk you into becoming her boyfriend. But quite frankly, somebody like this, unless by some miraculous thing, she it's not going to be shallow anymore. Don't think that'll happen. So that's one critique I would give you. He says, this week I have three dates and I'm an amazing job and I'm getting back in shape. 
your your book, your videos, and Skype have helped. And if I'm being honest, if this girl ever did come back asking for more, I would probably say no. I would say hang out, have fun, and hook up. Let her do 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing. And if you're looking for a relationship or a girlfriend or somebody to have an exclusive relationship, now that you're on your way to becoming a successful attorney, you want a true equal, not some chick who's going to be like a fucking energy vampire or a monetary vampire and use you as a money mule. I mean, fuck that noise. But I like how you took your power back. I like how you're dating other women. I like how you've completely let her go. I also like how you spoke from your heart and you said, hey, this is the way it's going to be. If we're going to date and you're going to be in my life, it's not going to be based on presents or what I buy you. And if you don't like it, sometimes you just have to say that. I got an email, uh, one that I was looking at today, and I'll probably be doing a video on it in three to four weeks. It's something very similar. A woman just had a just shit attitude. She was just not treating this guy nice. And he just put his – and she's like pushing him away and he's just like, hey, this is how I expect to be treated. Totally put his foot down and she just – she got pissed off initially and then a day or two later she calls, apologizes, comes over and just totally fucks his brains out. Complete attitude change all because he's just said, I'm not putting up with this. Saying no is really fucking powerful in negotiation, in life, in your intimate relationships, in your friendships, in the people that you work for, in the people that you're doing job interviews with. It's really powerful because when you value yourself, you're just not going to let people cross your boundaries. You're willing to let go of people, circumstances, job opportunities, investors, business partners, clients. If it ain't on your terms, if it ain't a win-win deal, then no deal at all. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.